An album a day is my exploration into the Korean music scene. This podcast will cover mainstream, indie, and some underground artists within the scene and provide both factual and opinionated commentary. The biggest benefit to sharing my thoughts this way is that it will hopefully expose you to more great music and exploration of your own. You're tuned into an album a day. Show start. And we're back. Less tears. In fact, no tears this time. Like I'm I'm off it. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. I needed to get a grip. I got one. And I got it as I listened all 43 minutes and 50 seconds worth of today's album. We're still on 21. And we're on the album entitled Two T O Anyone. A-N-Y-O-N-E. So this album was released. September 9th, 2010, peaked at number one on the Korean charts, peaked at number 27 on the Japanese, hit number seven on the world's albums, sold over 168,000 copies in Korea. It did wonderful. Um, the album had 12 tracks on it, and it's got Can't Nobody, the English version. Oh boy. I think I think uh, I put the Korean version on the A3 Day Highlights playlist on Spotify. But I know for a fact that Can't Nobody English version is on my like my regular jams playlist. Um, again, it was 12 solos. Wow, solos, good job. 12 tracks on the album. And there were a total of seven singles released. Like, they was going to give you this album, Okay. They were like, yeah, you might have enjoyed the first one and that was fun and whatnot, but this is our debut studio album. Take it, breathe it, inhale it, ingest it. I'm giving you pop. I'm giving you dance. I'm giving you hip hop. I'm giving you dabbles of R&B. You are going to enjoy what I bring to the table. I'm even going to throw in some reggae vibes in there, which do with it what you will. <laughs> um... There was uh, Dara solo called Kiss, and CL was featured on it. Bomb released You and I uh, off of this album as well, which I didn't know. I thought it was like a single separate from everything else, but You and I is from this particular album, and it didn't dawn on me until I listened to it from start to finish because I have the album, but I have the tidbits of it that matter most to me on my actual like accessible playlist so I have the physical album never opened and then I have the songs that I bought on iTunes when iTunes still existed as its own little living breathing entity so um I love this album it's fun this isn't the album that wrecked me half to death though (laughs) um we go a little bit further into their discography to get to that one. But this one is still one of my faves. So K-pop fans on a scale of one to five, with five being essential listening and one not worth mentioning, the A3 day rating for two anyone is a four. It works very well. You know what? Let's go ahead and bump it up to a 4.5. And we bumped it to a 4.5 and here is why. I was getting ready to explain it and that's what made me change my mind. It was the fact that the album came out this is their first studio album and they already had the opportunity to allow the the women to do solos or duos so they already put themselves in subunits right out the gate that's very creative it comes together very well however um 
not I think it, the thing that keeps it from being a five for for me is the delivery of their performances. So um, you've got things that that fit in terms of their capacities, but you got something like "I'm Busy," which is my jam. That is one of the songs you need to check out on here. Nah, I'm Papa. That's my my that's my pop off. <laughs> um. You've got that, and it's got some inconsistencies with cadences and whatnot, as well as um, with, uh, what's the other one? Not so much with, well, yeah, that is too, with with uh, Clap Your Hands. The chorus is spot on and whatnot, but there's not a, it's just, it's not as strong as it could be. I'm having a hard time explaining it without it sounding ridiculous, what I'm trying to say. It's noticeable when you listen to it where you got a beat and they're almost on it, but not quite on it. And I don't know if they was attempting to silk the shocker where that man rapped on whatever beat he felt like. Um, I'm I'm not certain or OK, I shouldn't have said silk the shocker. Let's keep it within the, the Korean music realm. A Gary from Lissong, um, where Gary just do what he want. It's not as intense as those deliveries, but there's something that's just not quite on just yet and they get to it on the next album but not quite on this one some standouts on this one uh that i want to talk about with you after i give my shout out um we'll get into those just a second so shout out to the patreon patrons the student body and the scholars who keep my vision of becoming your favorite korean music historian exploring other industry from a to z a real thing If you're interested in supporting the growth of this podcast and supporting content, please visit patreon.com slash multifacetedacg. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can make sure that you don't get to hear a lot of reviews where I'm crying and whatnot because I'll have appropriate editing gear to cut that out. (laughs) Like, I don't want to do that a lot. And it's not going to happen often, but I can guarantee it's going to happen a few more times as we progress through... um, this journey together. So yeah, going back, going back to some of the the standouts from 21. Uh a lot of people know go away and that was a fun uh video like they were doing a race car stuff and it's jacked up as hell for me to say that's a fun video when it has something to do with physical abuse. Let's let's sit with that for a moment. It was fun because of the way that it was filmed. Like there was a capacity of being able to redeem oneself and everything, but the 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 content of it wasn't intended to be fun. Um, standouts is <clears throat> the first song, "Can't Nobody," and I promise you that song is won over by people who do like Twenty One, don't know who the heck they are. From Minji holding that doggone chorus down, that um, I'd say it's the the pre-chorus. Because the chorus is really bomb. But her hitting that, that man, you gotta, whoo, open, do yourself a favor. Open a tab or open up the YouTube app and look for the video for Can't Nobody and just look at Menji out here hurting people. Like no one, no one, hurting people. So Can't Nobody is a jam in and of itself. It started the album off. Teddy arranged it. I have no notes about the lyrics or music. Dear God, am I going to have to open up the album to be able to give you more? I can't. uh -uh, Nope, can't. Can't open it. I refuse. Okay, never mind. I'm looking on Wikipedia. Let's let's do the thing that we do. 
All lyrics are written by Teddy, except where noted. All music is composed by Teddy, except where noted. So basically, it was called Teddy's 21 featuring YG Entertainment's Money. I get it. Okay, so Can't Nobody is a jam. Clap Your Hands is fun to hear. Um, it was uh, produced and written by a person named Enoch. And then my personal favorites are I'm Busy and It Hurts Slow. That's the song that I was telling you all about on the last episode that like really got me to become such a huge fan of them. It Hurts is a, is a wonderful song. Uh, Enoch, as well as Sunwoo Jung Ah, worked on that. And the arrangement was uh, Sunwoo Jung Ah. And I'm just going to click it just to see if it's some additional notes on it. It was released October 31st, 2010. They were straight up and all black and uh, semi-goth. It was really, really nice to see such a huge difference from them. Um... Yeah, it was just, oh, it was so cool. The song was released as the seventh single from the album. It was first performed on Halloween with the music video released later that night. And the song was praised for its unique sound. The song also serves as the B-side to the group's Japanese debut single, Go Away. The critical reception was received well. Star News, which is a publication that's uh, digital as well, also praised the song for being different from the rest of the album at an entirely different pace, and that it truly is. It's uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's just absolutely wonderful, and Park Bomb just holds that whole song down completely. Those are the ones that I feel like you definitely need to check out from this particular album. It's one of my favorites. Because it's got a couple of my favorites on there. But um, the the next album that we discuss, boy, that, that's the one. I'm telling you off bat, that one is is a five for me. Um, like, I'm, I'm telling you now. <laughs> and I'm more than happy to get into why this mini album is so solid once we get over to it. We'll talk about that later, though. Because... Today is Friday, and I don't do the podcast on the weekends unless it's a special episode. So you can anticipate that once the weekend is up. All right. Bye, y'all. Hey, y'all. Ashley here, better known as Multifaceted ACG, and I want to thank you for checking out my podcast and rolling with the magic that's going on on this show. If you happen to be listening to this on iTunes, could you please be a kind person and go right into the podcast and make sure to mark it and possibly leave a comment? Those things help with the exposure and the increased opportunities that come along with being a podcaster. It only takes a couple of seconds. I appreciate it. Bye, y'all.